What's up everybody? It's your local patriot here, Howard Atkins here. Today I'm gonna talk about Staff Sergeant John Burke, who just died. And he was my squad leader when we returned from Afghanistan 2011. And we didn't really like each other, but he was my squad leader and I had to do what I was told. Also took over a uh, saw class because he didn't know how to use a saw tool during the saw class. So I took over with his permission and taught the class the correct way. So if you like this content, like and subscribe. Would you fuck me? I would fuck me. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show. Weird edition. And what's going on, America? Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke, with my beautiful heterosexual bearded life partner. Did I mention he's Jewish? Josh. Back. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Hey. <laughs> and now we're getting canceled. Ah, oh, what's going on, folks? Happy Monday. Happy the Monday to you. Happy 4th of July, folks. Hopefully, hopefully you had a good weekend. Good, great fucking weekend for you. Great fucking weekend. What Irish has to do with I, I, I don't know. I just went with it. Great show for you today. <clears throat> How's the audio sound? Are we doing good? We doing good? Happy, happy Monday to our Rumble audience. Happy Monday to our Kick Facebook, YouTube. Glad you guys are here with us today. Ah, oh, man. Great day. Great day. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Leave a comment down below. Share us. Share us on social media. We appreciate that. Tweet me out at AA Savage Show. My gosh. Well, as you know, the 4th of July Shell Shock CBD sale is still going. It's not even the 4th yet. Honestly, like I'm kind of, um, it feels like very weird because it like does. everybody was celebrating this weekend. There were like fireworks all over the place, which I'm all for. But then it's like, but the 4th isn't until like Tuesday. Yeah. Did you go see fireworks this weekend? No, it was everywhere. Like I could just sit in my backyard and uh, because Melissa, they had a big extravaganza. We were, I'm doing some house shopping again. I almost uh, picked up a baby skunk. I love how I'm all over the fucking place. (laughs) I can't even help it. So I was driving through Melissa. We were house hunting and we're just driving these, these brand new subdivision areas. There's still a lot of woods out there. And Sheila's just like, oh my God, is that a skunk? And I, I slow down. I was like, holy shit, it's a baby skunk. This thing couldn't have been like two or three weeks old. I was like, she's like, yeah. I was like, nope, nope, not dealing with this. We have to get it descended. It's like, we already got Daisy. We got chickens. We can't even keep bunnies alive at our place. Probably not the best idea to bring a skunk into the mix. Yeah, so. what's the benefit of having a skunk? I don't know, but it's a cute little thing. I'm not even going to lie. Like, you see it with a little stripe on it, and it's like, oh, you cute little bastard. All right, come spray it on me. No, not really. <laughs> right in my mouth. <laughs> right in my mouth. Ironically, the same in my gay porn days. Hey-oh! No, I'm like, that's why we're never going to be on Fox. Oh, my gosh. I hope you're all having a wonderful weekend, though. I hope, and, you know, all seriousness, all joking aside, uh, please be safe. Be safe this holiday weekend. People tend to get very inebriated, very intoxicated, especially on watercraft. Don't go out there and act stupid. I'm totally thinking about training my trading in my black bike to get a pontoon boat. I would I would do it. I think I'm going to because I have the two motorcycles. I got the uh, 2017 uh, Dark Horse, and I love it. It's my favorite. Then I have the 2020 uh, Chieftain. But I rarely take it out because, you know, it's got the whole it's got the whole bells and whistles, the speaker, the speaker system, everything. You can hear it very uh, clear when you're riding. But uh, they have these pontoon boats now that are made out of completely fiberglass. And they come with like the same type of engine and jet skis. And they're like seventeen thousand dollars. I bought this bike, my, my the, the Chieftain. I think I got it for like thirty thousand. So I was thinking, you know, as much as I put into this bike, I'm definitely not going to get what I paid for it. But even still, I could ask like a good twenty five. 25K on that, probably get it, and then turn around, trade it in for the pontoon boat and have enough left over to probably buy myself a hot tub and install that in the house. There Increase you go. the house value, yeah. We got the uh, the back patio poured. Just waiting to put up the perugula. I'm going to do that myself. Um, yeah, just increasing the house value, and then uh, over time, you just rent that bad boy out and go move into another one. Although oh. I'm... 
I'm really loving this house. I'm not going to lie. I love the backyard. It's like it's right in front of a lake. Uh, I just don't like having neighbors. I But, you know, they don't bother me. Like the neighbors and I, we don't even talk. We don't even know each other exists. So I'm okay with that. Is it the neighbor with the... Uh, Joe Biden? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sign hasn't been up in a very long time. Like, where'd your sign go, bro? Shoot him some side eye. What is it with 7-Eleven attracting the fucking trash? Well, is this just like, is 7-Eleven like international code or at least national code to bring bring me your trash, your ghetto, your freaking trailer park? Tie? Like, what the fuck? We have a very nice subdivision I'm in. And there's a 7-Eleven. And every time you go in there, it's like, fuck, I better be carrying because you just don't know. Dude, I went to 7-Eleven this morning after the gym and I saw the biggest tranny. <laughs> it looked like he had a rough night. Five o'clock shadow. His wig was sideways. <laughs> the tightest black dress I've ever. Oh my was, god! You know he was just coming off of a weekend bender. Oh Probably like, had more dudes inside of him than the freaking the uh, Titanic sub. I'm just saying. He was back in a coffee and like oh. I was getting a protein bar. So I'm like, oh, I go down. I'm like, that's like good. Yeah, I'm protein like, bar. That's what you need, bro. I grab what, what I want. And I look down into like these giant man feet. Oh like, god! Stuffed into these like, <laughs> open-toed shoes. I'm like. Because a protein uh, bar is what you need. No, let's talk penicillin, STD, uh, full blown panel test. I don't know. Oh my god. Yeah, Seven Eleven. What the hell? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I might be afraid of that one. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> the balls on that dude. Good lord. I'm telling you, like, that's a big training. That's a huge bitch. I'm talking like skin tight. You could say, like not attractive at all. Not yeah. even a well, little. None like, of them not, are. not even trying. None of them are. Not even trying. No. Uh, yeah, interesting like, oh, you bring that like up. Someone's off to work. I've been watching the new Star Trek. Not the Picard one, the other one. And of course, you know, the thing that I do like about Star Trek, though, is they're very open-minded on a lot of stuff because of space exploration, all that. But now culture has really, really just sunk its way. They had their first trans person on there. So the character, it's like it comes off as like a good character. And when you first see her, you're just kind of like, okay, uh, what? And then you start kind of looking, like, is that a dude or a chick? And then I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Here we go. And it's an episode where, like, Spock is trying to figure out, is, like, should he favor his human form or his Vulcan form? And he's like, you know, just some questions there just aren't an answer to. It's like, no, there is, and you just can't give the answer because you're delusional. And I'm like, oh, my God. Here, But luckily, they painted her out to be the bad guy. So, good, the tranny's a bad person. That's That that ends well. Making progress. Making progress. But even, you know, watching that crap, I'm like, oh, good grief. Here we go with this not. I didn't Fake bring news, it up. I didn't, the news. We went from skunks to trannies to no time. <laughs> That's why this podcast is so fucking crazy. Uh, there's no control. Like, oh, hey, we're Vato Loco. Pew, 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 pew. Folks, we got a great show for you today. We got a weird fucking show for you today. Apparently, I'm dead. According to some people I served with, I'm dead. I didn't know this. Um, we're going to get to the story. It's weird. It's 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 not a story, but we're going to get to the, uh, the topic. Excuse me. Very weird. Very weird. Just going to put that out there. But anyway, before we get into today's episode, it's going to be a short one. We are fulfilling your uh, 4th of July orders, and then we're cutting the guys loose. They're going to be off tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's 4th of July. Um and then uh, Wednesday, I'm taking off. I'm going to go be on Andy Frasilla's Real AF podcast again. Uh, that'll be on Thursday. And then I'm skirting over to go see Austin Peterson on Friday, I believe. And I'll be back Saturday. So it's going to be a very, very, um, well, kind of chill week. It's kind of a chill week. You know, aside of, the, aside of going to St. Louis, murder capital of America. Great. Awesome. Fun. Yeah, good time. But uh, yeah, we're uh, I'm excited about that. But anyway, 4th of July sale, 50% off. Earn double your points, folks. Now through the 4th of July, you can use code LIBERTY. Save yourself 15% off and earn double the reward points. So if you are a reward member, if you're a subscriber, your rewards are you're a, uh, a uh, oh God, what's the term? I know this. You're a loyalty member. You know, you get your points as you, it's like when you go to the coffee shop, buy a coffee, they punch your card, get 10 punches, get a free coffee. Same thing. Same thing. Trade those points in. You know, you get a dollar for every point. Trade them in. Buy uh, great products in the future. It's a good time. It's a good time. Um, and again, during the sale, you earn double those points with those the, the amount that you spend. It's, you can't beat it. And again, you're saving 50% already. So you're kind of making it up on the back end. Um, same deal on 1920brand.com. We just got in the ice balls, and they are so cold. Balls of ice. Balls of ice, folks. 1920brand.com. You should definitely go check that out. Again, code Liberty on both websites is going to save you 15%. If you're a big fan of whiskey, 
You like whiskey? Well, the old fashioned, we got you covered. We got the old fashioned drink mix right here. Makes 32 cocktails. You can't beat the stuff. You can't beat it. Again, code Liberté, Liberta, Liberty. Excited to go beyond Andy Frasilla's podcast again in St. Louis. Good old St. Louis. It's a good crew he's got up there. He does. He has a very good crew. They really know what they're doing. Very nice. Yeah, their cameras work. Yeah. <laughs> Prior to us starting the, the show, we could not we could not figure out why the cameras were not turning on. To the, we use Streamlabs OBS to stream this over on Rumble and Kick and stuff like that. And for some reason, you know, we couldn't get my camera to work. And then Josh was like, oh, it's probably because it's off. It's like, you motherfucker. A trained monkey. Yeah. A trained monkey. And this is what I get stuck with. Studio by Radio Shack. <laughs> <laughs> It fucking works. We got all the good stuff. It works. No, Andy's studio is just you go in there. It's like it's going from state of the art. It's state of the art. Like you come into our studio, it's like Waffle House. You go into him, it's like stepping on foot of the, like the USS Enterprise. Like, ping. oh, I see you have a machine that goes ping. It's like you're just like, what the fuck does this do? It's like, don't touch that. It's crazy. It's crazy. No, they got a good crew. They yeah, do. It's uh, it's a good time. Looking forward to that. Uh, I think it's been, uh, man, it's been over a year since we were there last time. Yep. A lot of followers, a lot of listeners that tuned in from his podcast. You know, I saw, I heard you on Real AF with Andy. Love your stuff. We appreciate it. Andy's a very good guy. I really respect a lot of what he has to say. He definitely doesn't give a fuck. I love that. You got real, you got genuine, you got authentic, and he's not afraid to uh, tell you like it is, according to him. You know, when uh, you have people like that in your life, you definitely want to... Uh, I, I go to him for a lot of business stuff because the guy's not going to sugarcoat it. He's going to give you the direct truth. And those, those are the people that you should respect and keep close because... You know, if they're telling you stuff that you don't want to hear, there's a reason why you don't want to hear it it's because of your ego. But if you can remove the ego out of it and they're going to give you the straight, unadulterated truth to help you get better, that should be something in a person that's 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 a quality that's dead. Not people, not many people have that quality anymore. And not to the point, like I do it with my girlfriend. She'll tell me, she's like, she says, you're one of two people that I know will give me honest feedback and not let your love uh, form a bias. She's like, do you think I look good? It's like, no, it's an outfit I will tell her. It's like, but these are also my opinions. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it wrong. It's just me. But I love having people in my life like Andy that can do that because it's just like, hey, bro, what do you think? It's like, ah, it's a stupid idea. It's like, all right, fair enough. Doesn't mean I'm going to take it for granted or I'm going to take it for gospel. But, you know, it's good to have people that are going to give you the, the truth. You know, rare these days that you can find somebody that would actually do that because everybody's so afraid of uh <clears throat> Why is there offending. those who seek counsel, right? There you go. There you go. That's why uh, it's good to just get uh, perspective from people. Yeah. But again, Code Liberty, 15% off. All right, let's get into the news, folks. It's why you're here. It's why you're here. Don't forget the end of the stream today over on the Kick app. We're giving away some more Shellshock CBD products. You can't beat that. Over on kick.com slash John Burke. Oh, and who is Rumble featuring today? Russell Brand. Yeah. Same as always. Okay. All right. Always the same thing. Fucking same thing. Rumble, what? I'm sorry. Let's just call it. It sucks ass. What are you doing? It sucks ass. You feature the same people. My God. And Russell Brand apparently is pushing RFK. How anybody, like, I'm sorry. Like, look. I got to say, though, I'm a, I think RFK is good for the Democratic Party. Oh, he's great for them. He's He is, he is a more... Uh, well, number one, he doesn't have fucking dementia and he doesn't sniff kids. So that's just like a huge step up for them. Good job, Democrats. Just a massive uh, thorn in the side of the Democratic Party right uh, now, especially the Biden administration. The Biden administration, yeah. But I don't think he's gaining enough traction to where they view him as a legitimate threat. I think if they throw Gavin Newsom in there, RFK is done. But we'll see. But I think a lot of conservatives were very... Uh, they questioned RFK's political allegiance. Like, you mean, this dude reeks of Democrat. This guy's not independent by any stretch of the imagination. But when he comes out and he starts saying these things, this is what I love about politicians that will not really comment on actual policy. You can say some great, like, the COVID vaccine is horrible. It's like, yeah, we can all agree with that. Wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Things like, well, if they put a weapons ban on my desk, I would sign it. Yeah, go fuck yourself. You're on their side. You're a Democrat. I mean, his last name's Kennedy. Come yeah. on. It's Kennedy. This isn't like a, a JFK version of liberalism. No. He's a Kennedy. Can't trust those people as far as you can drive them. Ooh. Youch. Youch. Oh. <laughs> hey, yo. I don't care. It's funny. It's funny. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
He talks about, you know, I, I did a Twitter space and one guy said, well, he's changed his stances on the whole fascism thing. I was like, well, I mean, you're kind of always a fascist in my opinion. Once you, well, that's actually not true. If people will change their, their perspective and what they believe in, that's fine. But this is the same guy that talked about that if you were against climate change and government, then you should be prosecuted for spreading propaganda. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm just waiting for like Mussolini to just resurrect. I'm like, oh, he's so right. <laughs> I don't know why Mussolini sounds like Mario, but we're going with it here in Shell Shock Studios. We just make shit up. I don't care. We're doing it. Ah, oh, man, you think you've got it bad, folks. Boston University law students urged to seek therapy in response to Supreme Court ruling. <laughs> These are lawyers. Lawyers to go seek therapy because you can't handle uh, people not getting to be racist anymore. You know, I, I love how lo white liberals, suspend, you know, blacks, they're going to fucking be all like, you know, black liberals are going, oh, my, my freedom, my freedom, they're going to get so upset about this, naturally. They got black conservatives like, no, it's actually racist, you know, but black liberals, they want to hear that. But white liberals, oh my God, the cope and seethe from these people, you it's the same as Trump 2016. The world is ending. Oh my God. How are black people going to make it? They're gonna be, they're gonna just start lynching them again. We're, we're two steps away from crucifying them. Jesus, are you seeing this, George? What's in the paper? The Supreme Court? Fuck out of here. They 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 genuinely, it's all over my Facebook feed. I gotta unfriend some of these retards. I'm just being serious. You see them post this stuff, it's like, oh, we're taking so many steps back. It's like, actually, no. If you think about it, racism is racism is racism. Using federal money, taxpayer dollars, to go into these institutions that discriminate based solely upon your skin color versus your GPA kind of undermines the whole system of academia, I would think. It kind of like spits in the face of Martin Luther King Jr. Just throwing that out there. But it's okay to discriminate as long as it's white people you're discriminating against. I keep forgetting that little rule. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. Saying the quiet part out loud these days, but it's the truth. It's okay to be racist towards whites, but blacks, oh, they're the protected class. The blacks and the gays and the Jews. Can't criticize the Jews. Nope. Can't even ask questions about Jewish nepotism. But white people, oh, lump them bastards up in one thing. Absolutely. You got it down pat, right? Boston University. Go, th go seek therapy because the Supreme Court that is made up of minorities and women... Elected and said, yeah, that's unconstitutional. Take take money from the taxpayer. 8% of the federal budget goes towards education, folks. Now, of that money that they take from you, they're going to give it to these universities that are funded by the government. They have these grants and stuff like that, which I am against. The federal government should have no business in education at all, at all. But they will take your money and give it to these college campuses. Say They'll take money from your cracker ass. Absolutely. They're going to take it from you. You're white. Mm -hmm. I think so. Um, they're going to take your white money, and then it's going to go to a university that, say, like your daughter eventually wants to get into, but they're going to favor a black person or a minority. Yeah. It's been going on for a long time. You got to love the grift, the grift that just keeps on grifting. So then why wouldn't white people be pissed off with this? Like, wait a minute. You're showing favoritism based upon their skin color versus their GPA. And then you get into the argument and the weeds on this one. This is what I love about how like black liberals, are some of the most racist people out there when it comes to Asians too. Woo -hoo -hoo -hoo. You look at Asian culture, they dominate. Academy, absolute academia. Oh my God, yes, absolutely. Their culture is rooted in honor, studying, hard work, blah, blah. You know, but there's that joke that uh, that Asian astronaut guy. He's like uh, astronaut. He's a real dude. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast. He was astronaut, Navy SEAL, doctor, and even for his Asian parents, that still wasn't good enough. <laughs> oh, oh, your brother. Why you know a golf? <laughs> why you know golf? But it's the truth. That's their culture. They push their kids to be the best they can be and carve out great lives for themselves. And of course, black people in the ghettos are like, oh, that's not fair. They're just favorite considerations. No, because they have a good culture. Yeah. They don't have dads walking out of their parents. So, you know, the freaking teenage pregnancy race, your abortion. It's nuts. Your culture is rooted in violence and you kill each other. I mean, come on. And those are the types it. of kids I want my kids to hang out with is exactly. the ones who are studying. Yeah, absolutely. Are diligent in mm -hmm. everything that they do. You know, they it's hard for like good black people to get away from that type of mindset because like it, it's it's funny because like when you talk, I talk to a few of my friends that are black and it's like they they see this as like they are the problem. 
And if you try and, and turn against them and say, look, you are the reason we get viewed as uh, very discriminative, very racist, very violent. If you say that against them, then you're a race traitor. You're an Uncle Tom, which I still think is the most funniest thing because Uncle Tom actually was the good guy in the story. So you're an Uncle Tom. It's like, okay, that, that's, that doesn't have this thing you think it does. But again, you're not educated, so why the fuck would you know that? So <laughs> it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. And I feel bad for those black people because like, look, man. You know, we can't get a fair shake because these other idiots are dragging us down. It's like, yeah, I agree. That's, that's, that's fucked up. I feel bad for them. The other ones that are just, they willingly want to be trapped. I don't give a fuck what your race is. White, black, it doesn't matter. If that's the if that's the position you want to take and, you know, take pride in your ignorance, take pride in the fact that you don't want to push yourself or achieve anything, and you just want to be on the government's tit, then I just think you're kind of a piece of shit. That's just the way it goes. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, you know, at least there's therapy for lawyers now. Therapy for lawyers. You got to love this. Boston University of Law students are being urged to seek therapy in the wake of several conservative Supreme Court decisions, including a decision striking down the use of racial preference in university admissions. How is that not racist? If the question you have to ask is, so you want to come here, okay, what's your skin color? Why does that matter? Why is that even a factor? You see, this is why liberals, by and large, want to maintain the status quo, because so long as a victim is always going to be, so long as there's always going to be a victim, you can always have somebody that's going to help you not be the victim. That's what Democrats position themselves as. They juxtapose the right, saying they're the party of racism. They make the victims, but we save the victims. Are you starting to see now? Of course, a lot of people won't. You know, liberals, by and large, are just it's kind of like the whole... Uh, was it the three monkeys, the hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil? You, you, you close yourself off from all criticisms, from all constructive criticisms to help you understand why affirmative action is racist, is inherently racist, and why it's a good thing for minorities. Because what it forces you to do is if you do want to achieve these standards that you claim that other people outside of minorities achieve, it means you got to push yourself harder. Well, without affirmative action, you wouldn't be doing that. Hence, you don't do that. It's the truth. It makes you lazy. Now, if there is favoritism being shown based upon race, that's actual discrimination. But you can also role reverse that and say, well, wait a minute, you favor somebody based upon race by proxy of the government. How is that not racism? You, you can never, you can never reason with them. You never can reason with liberals. Oh my God. My father called them bleeding heart liberals. I understood why. Like you get older, it's like, oh no, 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 I get it. I get it. Y'all are just retarded. Your yeah. emotions run you. Like you, you don't have any logical thinking whatsoever, but oh my God, all my black friends, I feel bad for them. Like they just see this crap and it's like, dude, like it feels like this kind of stuff should have happened a long time ago, but being that it's happening now, it feels like it is setting them back. It's like, we don't all agree with this. It's just the pieces of shit in any culture. Whether you call it ghetto for black, redneck trailer trash for whites, it doesn't matter. You've always got that subclass that just wants to drag everybody down. And if you try and break away from that, be better, get away from that lifestyle. Now, I can't even imagine trying to raise my kid to be a fucking gangbanger. I can't. Yeah. Or to, like, consume hip-hop music. I'm sorry. I think it's the worst music there is. I think it's stupid. It's the music of the intellectual peasants. I don't fucking care who that offends. I really don't. Because when your whole premise is like, look how many bitches I get, how many drugs I sell, how many people I fucking kill. You literally are poets. You, you just, you write lyrics and then the mumble rap, they're like, <laughs> it's like fucking listen to John Fetterman on Adderall. <laughs> Yo, put a beat to it, Dripe. <laughs> I know it makes me sound like an old cracker, but I don't fucking care. You hear some of these songs like, okay, look, 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 look. Just, just push pause. Did you understand a single fucking thing that retard just said? And they will say, no, I didn't. But it sounds good. What sounds good? The beat, the rhythm, fair enough. But when the guy's like, <laughs> like, again, I just can't take it seriously. When you tell me, I'm just going to say it. I don't care. When you tell me, you've got somebody with the name of Young Drizzle, whatever. I don't fucking know what these names mean anymore. And you put it comparatively against the likes of Mozart, Chopin, all these people. You're like, are you fucking kidding me? This is music? Okay, let's let, let, forget forget classical. Let's go back to the early 2000s. Nirvana. 
Let's go. Let's go Creed. I know you're not going to. I'm hitting you with both of them today, folks. I don't give a fuck. Creed was a good band. The only reason you don't think that they are is because it was cool to hate them. Just like fucking uh, the Bee Gees back in the 70s and 80s. Same fucking thing. I was on a kick. I was listening to early 90s, late 2000s music. I never thought I would hear myself actually say this out loud, but the Backstreet Boys weren't that bad. Okay. Get the dick out of your mouth. I'm just saying, compared to what we have now, we certainly did not appreciate what we had back then. Matchbox 20, Blink 182. Blink 182 was. Blink 182 was. You ever listened to 311? Do what? 311? It was an underrated band. I never heard of that one. Yeah, it's underrated. Boys to Men. I mean, come on. These are the classics. This is the baby making music. Casey and JoJo. These were great bands. But now, what do we have? Like, what? Honestly, what do we have? It's garbage ass music. Like, do you remember back in the day when you used to get excited? Maybe it was just me, but a new album would come out and you're like, you're prepped. Like when the killers were going to drop something new, it's like, oh, I'm excited to listen to this. Now people are dropping stuff. It's like, it's just so anticlimactic now. Yeah. There's nothing fun about it. When was the last time outside of uh, Game of Thrones when you were actually looking forward to a TV series and the entire nation was on board with that one TV series? Everyone was watching it and everyone was talking about it. It created the sense of unity in this weird way, a weird cultural phenomenon, if you will. But we don't have that anymore because there is so much at our fingertips. This is how bad Americans are. I'm just going to get on my soapbox real quick. So listen up, you little fucktards. Daddy Burke's coming out here with some hot heat here. We have access to so much. In the blink of an eye, you can have every genre of music, every artist. You get it all. There's nothing to build up hope for. There's nothing to like have to exercise patience with. It's just, you got it. It's there. You know, I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense, but I just feel like we've become very fatted off the fruits of freedom that we don't appreciate things anymore. And it's reflected in our music and our culture. It's garbage. It is garbage. Does, uh, I'm just saying in the chat, there's brought up the line or the uh, tiger King. Is that right? Tiger King. No, but I think Game of Thrones was still going. I think, but hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Okay. Tiger King. I didn't watch the whole thing. You need to. You need to. It gets, oh my God. It's, you know, what's funny. It's one of those shows that makes you feel really good about yourself. It's like, you know what? You're at, your mother's an alcoholic, but at least we're not that fucking trailer trash. They're like meth heads and fucking tigers and shit. Yeah. Before all that came up to Netflix and everything. The producer of it mm-hmm. came to our studio like five or six years before you that. You told me this. You told and me this. He was telling story. us about this guy. He's like, oh, yeah. He's <laughs> tell us what a weirdo he was and all this other stuff. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never going to be anything. <laughs> and then COVID hits. But, and the next thing, yeah, uh, but we, guys but, and I. But let me ask you this, though. Do you think Tiger King, folks, you can, you can answer it. We're, uh, we're streaming live right now on Kick and Rumble on YouTube. Answer in the comments on this one. If we were not during COVID lockdowns, if COVID hadn't happened, we were all isolated and locked down, do you think Tiger King would have had the enormous success it did? I don't think it would have. We were all forced on the couch, flipping through whatever we could get. I remember that's also when um, Extraction, the first Extraction came out, and it fucking dominated. Yeah. It dumped because nobody could go to the theaters. Streaming really took over. I don't think I don't think Tiger King would have been as popular. I think you're right. I never. I didn't get into it. I just... Yeah. Like, only, if I wanted so to watch white trash, I would watch like the Real two, Housewives of Beverly Hills yeah, and feel like that. Like, I was like, no. So many three tooth crackheads I could watch. For, <laughs> I, I, like, I just can't sit down for an extended yeah. period of time. And be like, oh, okay. Just can't do it. I think yeah. you know certain successes aren't necessarily attributed to um, the uh, what would you call it? Um, Who's the, the, the draw? Storm. Yeah, it's the perfect, perfect storm. storm. Thank you. Yeah. So I can't really. The Tiger King does not stand on its own. It won't. It won't stand the test of time. But I mean, Carol fucking Baskin. <laughs> yeah, she's got some classics. Oh my gosh. I'm just, uh, John Josh, you listen to Sabaton? I do. I do listen to Sabaton. I have heard them. They actually sing about the 101st Airborne. This, yeah. But it does get a little redundant. That's just me. That's just me. I'm weird. I'm weird, man. I've never heard of it. I'm sorry. No, they do. Uh, they do a lot of hard rock, but it's they sing songs about like historical military units, like the 101st. Uh, think of um, <clears throat> oh god, who sings "Killer with the Cross"? 
Wolfman, I think, or something like that. They're like they're very just hardcore, but not like. But they're that's uh, think of like Godsmack on steroids. Okay. There you go, Godsmack, another great band. The fuck happened to them? Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, it's it's a damn shame to see corn, corn. Freak on, a leash, freak on a leash. Woo! Remember smoking yeah, favorite, pot to that one, boy. My favorite band in the early 90s was Stone Temple Pilots. What was their... Okay, I'd heard of them. They were a I little got too to hard see, for me um, back then. Uh, when they were here in... Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails. Was yeah. that the uh, That was the goth scene, though, wasn't it? Wasn't that the goth scene? Corn, uh, Nine Inch Nails, Stone Temple Pilots. It was like grunge music. Grunge. But yeah, but that was also kind of gothish. Was it? I, I don't think know. so. I well, at least like the high school I went to, everybody that was yeah. like smoking weed and wearing Jinkos and doing the fucking dark uh, finger paint and wearing black lipstick and shit yeah, was all emo goth shit. All that stuff. We I could totally see you doing that. You did. Like you did. Don't even lie. You totally drove did. Drove around in rural <laughs> Ohio. Hey, we're going to go smoke some pot behind the high school and then we're going to go listen to the anti establishment music. Y'all want to go to the abandoned bridge? <laughs> <laughs> It's just funny to see how like the anti the counterculture became the culture. Like the rage against the machine came. We're just gonna do what the machine tells us to do. Yeah. Fuck like, you. Okay. I won't do what you tell me. All right, I'll do it. I'm gonna do. It. Okay, I'll do it. I'll take the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? You got old. Smashing pumpkins. There's. Oh yeah, uh, he's touring. I think he and by himself. Uh, oh my god, he's gotten old. Um, Smashing Pumpkins was another great one. That was early 90s, 2000s. Yeah, the older he gets, he looks like an alien. He does. He always kind of looked like an alien. Yeah. His head looked like a pumpkin. They had the Uncle Fester black eye pile right. eyes. Like, what the hell? Um, Between them, uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, geez, who else? Um, a lot of them. There was a lot of great bands, though. A lot of great bands. Goo Goo Dolls, Iris, I know. I'd give up forever to touch you. And when you're a kid, it's like, this is so gay. Then you get older, it's like, nah, nah, it's cool. Tenacious D, yes. Uh, Jack Black, I like that. It's always uh, hilarious. Uh, no, no. Yeah, I was a no. Marilyn Manson fan. Sorry, uh, who said that? Manson was big. Yeah, Manson was especially Alice over here. Alice in Chains was awesome. Alice in yeah. Chains, yeah. That's another great one. All of them, all of them dead. Are they? No. The Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots, and then who was the lead singer for Ch- Alice in Chains? I, I, have, I didn't follow them that closely. Heroin. Heroin. Heroin? Was a big, yeah. It was a big drug. It's sad to say that. <clears throat> Speaking of, you know, black women complaining about freedom, uh, <laughs> which we have nothing yet. <laughs> I'm going to start doing segments like that, completely not even related. Like, speaking of, you know, children falling asleep in toasters, like, what? Uh, yeah. Uh, NS Cantor, Freedom. This is the uh, the NBA player that actually changed his last name to Freedom. I got a lot of respect for this guy. Uh, he swats Natasha Cloud's trash U.S. take. Says, you don't want to see the other side. All right. Cloud, WNBA player. Oh, go figure. You know, they're so entitled. They're so entitled. People wonder why nobody wants to watch the NBA, WNBA, excuse me. This is the reason why right here. You fucking, you, you cunts. Like, oh my gosh, nobody likes you. Nobody likes you. I don't even think you like yourselves. And as Cantor Freedom called out WNBA player Natasha Cloud over a recent criticism of the United States in the wake of the key Supreme Court rulings last week. Cloud wrote on Twitter on Friday that our country is trash in so many ways. Oh, this just reeks. You're right. This, you're right, it you're, is. And you're, you're part of that problem. Looking you are the you. trash. Looking at you, yeah. Um, out of the Supreme Court, okay. Just ask your colleague, uh, excuse me. The trash of Cloud. The trash, what a bitch. Uh, Cloud wrote on Twitter, our country trash made after the Supreme Court made the rulings on affirmative action and a case involving artist Lori Smith. Cantor Freedom responded to the Washington Mystics guards tweet saying people have no idea how lucky they are to live in the United States and 100% he is, excuse me, on the money. He says, just ask your colleague, Brittany Grenier, how trash America is, Cantor Freedom tweeted. Calling America trash, huh? Let me know when your season is over. I'll buy your ticket and we can go together to countries like China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, Venezuela, Cuba, and Turkey. Forget about calling them trash. I would like to see if you can even criticize those regimes. You and your family members will be thrown in jail, tortured to death, and even raped. People have no idea how lucky and blessed they are to be in a country like America. I'm not saying America's perfect, but trust me, you don't want to see the other side. Cantor Freedom, originally from Turkey, has been the subject of this home country's ear for his opposition to President Recep Tayyip Erdogan in support of exiled Fatullah Gulen. In 2019, Turkey sought an international arrest warrant for Cantor and accused him of being a member of a terrorist organization. And, and this is fascism, folks. This guy's last name is Freedom. He comes to America, speaks out against the fascism of his own home country, and what do they do? You're a terrorist. That's the very premise of fascism. Any criticisms of the government... 
And you have the audacity. This freaking WNBA player, you sit there and say America's trash because something doesn't go your way. This is why nobody respects liberals anymore. If they ever did, I don't know. This is why nobody respects you. To sit there and hold a position like that. Oh, we didn't get our way. We can't discriminate against white people. We don't get a leg up. This country's trash. Well, then head on over to Turkey, bitch. Head on over to Russia. Pack yourself a little freaking fifth of uh, CBD oil. Go see what happens. Like, do it. Go. Fucking go. If it's just so, like, can you imagine the levels of entitlement to sit there? You get paid to play a boring-ass game, and you, you pay, get paid good money, by the way. Of course, not the same as your equivalent male counterparts. Why? Because they're more entertaining. You're not. And you say some really stupid shit. But then again, to be fair, so is LeBron James. But even still. I mean, come on. You get paid to tweet this nonsense. How out of touch and tone deaf do you have to be to sit there and call a country where a black Supreme Court justice, Clarence Thomas, sits on the highest court in the fucking land and you have the audacity to sit there and say this country is trash? I mean, I'm all for like Tom Cruise, 4th of July, more than you don't like it, leave it. Fucking go, bitch. Go. Go play basketball in Russia, bitch. See how much they pay. Fucking cunts. That's what you are. It's 100% what you are. Now, look, there are justifiable criticisms we can have of America and the American legal system. I'm right there with you. But this ain't one of them. Imagine criticizing the democratic process that makes this country great as it's outlined by our constitution, because we are a constitutional republic, we're not a democracy, but we use a democratic system, a method of electing representatives to represent us in Congress, in the government. And you're going to sit there and say, our country's trash because the outcome didn't go your way? Fuck you. You know what makes this country a great place? Is bitches like you can actually open up your cock sheath and not have the government throw you in fucking jail or chop your head off. Which, by the way, in Muslim countries, they will do, especially if you're gay. Fucking degenerate, entitled fucks. And speaking of Brittany Grenier, former Russian arms dealer, trader for Brittany Grenier, runs for office under far-right political group, the Merchant of Death. Victor Bout is looking to join Russia's legislature. You can't make this up. Damn, we saved a black woman though, right? She's an NBA, or that's a dude. We saved a black dude. That's not a woman, that's a dude. We traded Brittany Grenier. For the merchant of death, who is now going to run for office in Russia, and you know he's going to win. Oh, yeah. You know he's going to win. Vladimir Putin is going to surround himself with loyalists. That's what you do when you're a dictator. And if you're not a loyalist, you're gone. So you just basically handed over the merchant of death and knows all about international arms dealing over to the Kremlin, who is now going to work for the Kremlin. Yeah. Total coincidence. It's clearly coincidental. We have no control over why he come here, but uh, he win in landslide election. We have 999,000 people vote for and one in opposition to, but the one, he disappeared. He's no longer there, so it's, uh, it's okay. Unanimous. Unanimous. And then we get this Emily Perkins bitch in the fucking chat. Dear Rumble viewers and Trump supporters, limited edition Trump NFT series three is out now. 73 left, 50% off. Support him, the billionaire. Support the billionaire by biting some fucking... Bitch, I'm going to fucking ban you for being an idiot. Oh, God, look at you. You're ugly. Oh, yeah, go figure. Go figure. Imagine coming in here and shilling, shilling Trump NFT cards while this guy spends his time over in Scotland playing fucking golf. Are you really so stupid? Like, I'm sorry. Why anyone would donate any amount of money to any fucking politician is beyond me. Beyond me. You're already making good money. You should be paying us to vote for you. That's how it should be. In a fair world, you should be paying us. Vote for me. Here's five bucks. Well, Trump gave me 10. I'm voting Trump. Would you get one of his NFTs if it, uh, the opportunity presented? So nah. You wouldn't? Nah. I think I would. I mean, for strictly from like the idea of like cashing in, yeah, in the yeah. future, I can, it's like it's, a, it's an, uh, uh, an asset. I get that. Those other ones, but it's, it shot it's, up in price. Oh, I'm they like, did. Jesus, yeah. I thought it was going to be a joke. Uh, no, hundred percent. But at the same token, though, imagine sitting there saying support him. That's the part that just catches me. 
It, you know, you remember back in the day, not even back in the day, when DC Drano and the likes of those fucking retards were out there shilling like the Trump shirts and the, the, the gold Trump coin. And they always phrase it with, stick it to Nancy Pelosi and buy our Trump coin. That bitch don't give a fuck what you buy. She does not care. She sleeps on a golden mattress. Actually, it's probably not fair or true because that would not be comfortable at all. But you get where I'm going. These people are not concerned about you. They don't care about you. Get out of here. I'm sorry. I watched over the weekend Carrie Lake's a book launch campaign. Did you see this? No, I didn't see it. Donald Trump shows up. I think they're having an affair. I seriously do. Really? There's reports that Carrie Lake is spending a lot of time in Mar-a-Lago. But the way, like, if you just look at the body language. Now, this I, just, is, I don't see him being the cheating type. I'm just kidding. Josh, get the fuck out of here. Stop. Stop. I used to have such respect for Carrie Lake because I thought she stood on her own. You can support Trump but still be independent. I respected that about her. Then when she started to lose Arizona, she started just really doubling down and trying to get her lips as far up his sphincter as she could. I'm like, what the fuck happened to you? She got screwed hard on that deal. She did. I, I, I mean, mean, but at the same token, it doesn't mean you got to turn around and be like a freaking loyalist to Donald Trump. Because what did Donald Trump do for her? I'm, I'm just curious I, I on know. this. It's I, just kind of like if I fail in my own personal endeavor to run for politics, the, the closer I can get to Trump, maybe that'll salvage me somehow. She launched a book on what? The election? Well, we all knew what happened there. Like, it's fucked up. Yeah, but at the same token, I, when you're at Mar-a-Lago all the time and in her book, just go watch the video. I mean, folks, if you haven't seen it, go watch the video. She is literally, the body language, it's like, it was weird. It was weird to see. I don't know. I think she could have been a, a great governor I think so for too. Arizona. I think so, too. I, I think, think she would be yeah. a good leader. It's, yeah. you know... But at the same token, Some though, these I don't, personality quirks that these people have is weird. Yeah. But I don't want my elected leader being an allegiance and fealty to the president or to a, an individual man. I don't. If if Josh runs for Congress and Josh says, this is what I want to do. I'm representing you. That doesn't mean you go bend the knee to Donald Trump. It means you represent your constituency base and you vote according to what they want. I hate this. I cannot stand this idea of campaigning on the cult of personality. It should be the representation of what the citizens want. And politicians should work for the people, not vice versa. We've got it so backwards, so backwards. Did you, did you watch any of Trump's uh, South Carolina? Yeah, bits and pieces. Bits yeah. and pieces. I didn't watch the speech. I just caught, oh my God. The mental gym now. Okay, look, look, I'm just going to say it. Lindsey Graham is not liked by either side. This guy is a war hawk rhino. Lindsey Graham is not liked by very many people. But it's really telling when Donald Trump brings him on the stage. If you haven't watched the video, Trump has his rally, and Lindsey Graham is takes the stage, and he gets booed relentlessly at a Trump rally. Trump even praised him a little bit, and Lindsey Graham gets booed. And I'm sitting here, it's like, why the fuck? And I understand it's his state. Why are you putting that dude on that stage? Why are you putting that? Absolutely. People in South Carolina keep electing that douche. I back. don't get it. Like, I don't who, understand like, who it keeps either. voting for Mitt who keep, Romney? Who's voting for Mitch McConnell? God, the, the fucking boomers. Yeah. The boomers. Who's doing it? Give them the vaccines to get rid of them. Jesus, you got to stop voting in these fucking rhinos. He stuck it to him, though, a little bit after he, he mentioned Lindsey Graham and yeah. he's like, oh, half boos, half cheers. He's like, well, when I need the liberal vote, I. Bring Lindsay out here. He can bring in the liberal. He vote. can bring in the liberal. Yeah. Vote. That's very telling. That's very telling. So like it, the, 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 the Drano's get up there and they're tweeting all about this today. It's about like, well, you got to keep your enemies close. Like, bro, you're some QA non type of fucked hard is what you're really DC Drano and the rest of them are paid. So they will never call out Trump for making a boo-boo. Never like my God. If you have someone like Lindsey Graham, uh, no, like keep that guy away from you. You know, I'm surprised Lindsey Graham got up there and decided to do that. Oh, I mean, he's he such a war a hawk. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. He's yeah, gonna he go with the he's, he's a populist. He's a real whore. Yeah, <laughs> he's a whore. He's a whore. He's a political whore. When He'll Trump whore brings him up anybody. there, just like he brings me the liberal votes. It's like, look, I will. Get, Trump knows. How, yeah, he's right on that. I get it. I get it. He's using that whore but, like he uh, is. He's using that like slut a whore. For the slut. I yeah. agree. But don't broadcast it at the same token. That's whatever. Trotted him out there like no, a whore. Might Lindsay as well put Graham. him in like one of those dog leather masks. <laughs> had him out. <laughs> like, like puts his hand on his back and his feet like some feet little treats. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Handful of pate in his mask. <laughs> Eat it, Lindsay. <laughs> Slut. It's just uh, the coping and seething in the mental gymnastics, the likes of the influencers, the MAGA Inc. group. Of like trying to rationalize this and justify it has been the greatest thing that I've witnessed since 
Oh God, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Which is funny to me. It's just kind of like, look, sometimes you can admit that your orange God King fucks up. He does it regularly. All politicians do. But the fact that you can't criticize him, that's just like the icing on the damn cake right there. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. Guys, in the GOP, outside of Mitt Romney, he's one of the most... No, no, no. Excuse me. Hold on. Hold on. It goes... In terms of most hated, I got to go, mm, it's a tie between Romney and McConnell. That's a yeah, close. That's, that's a, a close. close but I think McConnell's redeemed himself because of the Clarence Thomas thing that he, he basically helped facilitate. But still, McConnell, Romney, I think McCarthy's going to be back on that list again because I think people are starting to see his true colors. Yeah. And then there's Lindsey Graham. Now, the only reason John McCain didn't beat him is because he's dead. Okay, these are, these are for living politicians that are hated. Who's that other lady up in Maine? Collins, uh, Senator Collins. Don't remember. She's that. the lady. She's she's always she's a lady. It's like a group of them that always vote Democrat. Oh, They're yeah. Democrats. Yeah, but yeah. They run as Republicans. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Susan Collins. Yeah, is that it? Bro, bro, these people are like they're big pro government. Big pro government. Owned by. China. China. France. Bro, if you're watching, if you're over on Twitter, go look at this. This is insane. This pales in comparison to what America went through under the uh, black riots. Yeah, BLM, same thing. A thousand buildings burnt, 5,600 vehicles destroyed, and 3,300 arrests in the first week of France riots. The huge extent of damage and vandalism caused in nearly a week of nightly riots in France has been dramatically underlined with a summary of recorded burning so far, with the toll running to thousands of vehicles and buildings. The Ministry of Interior figures taking account of damage to people and property during the now six nights of riots triggered by the shooting death by a police officer of an Algerian heritage teenager in a Paris suburb at a traffic stop reveals where... Uh, reveals there have been 5,662 vehicle fires so far, reports Le Parisien. The widespread destruction of vehicles, uh, which, as images recorded in the areas of unrest in France attest, include not just private cars, but also trucks and buses. Trams have also been targeted by vandals. In one widely reported case, a large truck was stolen by looters to ram down the doors of a mall to gain access to the merchandise inside. Oh, wow. Huh. Do we say the quiet part out loud? Do we say it? Say it. Say it. It seems like there's a common theme here, folks. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Multiculturalism does not work. Multiculturalism does not work. This is their culture. This is what they do. Get them out of here. The massive deportation. Get them out. Get them out. This only continues because this is religious intolerance in a sense. Islam will be the determining religion according to them. Islam is not a religion of peace. You can look at Western Islam and say, oh, it's more tolerant. It's two steps away from becoming Eastern, normal, normal Islam. Come on. This is ridiculous. This is France. It's nuts. But you know, I saw videos of French citizens trying to fight these guys back with sticks. Sticks. And guess what they have now? Guns. Oh, they got guns. They got ARs. They got 357s. I saw videos all over Twitter and TikTok. And they're just gangbanging it up. It's, just, it's so funny to see like black French people trying to be like American. Like doing all the gang shit. Like their hands are like a kind of fucking uh, like cerebral palsy. And like they're trying to throw up a gang size. What the fuck is yeah, this dude doing? What are the odds that they got those from the Afghan army? Wouldn't doubt it. Well, we didn't really have 357s over there. But. There is a high probability. I mean, they could be American weapons, right? I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt that one for one bit. It was just really funny to watch like French people try and act thuggish. I'm sorry, you can't do it with a French accent. Uh, here we are with my new girls in the front in the house in the back. And we're going to cruise down the road and get the baguette and set this church on fire. Fuck you, eh? We're sad, motherfucker. <laughs> It just, oh yeah, they have RPGs. Yeah, hundred percent. Saw that too. Thank you for the uh, that Doctor Shoe in the chat. They got RPGs. Where the fuck they get RPGs from, folks? These are French people. Some of them were born in France. 
A lot of them are immigrants, refugees. Who the fuck came with an RPG? They've got a few of them. Here's a video showing them pulling up on a on a giant raft. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. Yep. It's like hundreds of them. Like this is why you bro, you cannot let these people in. They are violent, they are extremists. Muslims rule all in their world, I'm telling you. But America, they'll look at this like, "Oh, you're just against, you know, immigrants." Like, yeah, to a degree I am in certain in certain uh, stances absolutely. What? They released the zoo animals? Mhm. Lions. Bro, it's anarchy. It's anarchy in France right now. There's riders walking around. Yeah. <laughs> like French cities burn, but low immigration. Poland is peaceful, says PM. Bro, there was this funny thing that uh, the, the Polish PM was being interviewed. I've watched this video, and I love this guy. And the lady is like, so let me get this straight. I think she's from UK. She's talking to the Polish dude. And she's just like, so let me get this straight. You haven't allowed in any, any um, Muslim refugees. She goes, nope, not one. She says, we've allowed Ukrainian refugees, and they come in and they work. But no, not the Muslims. Why? She goes, isn't that racist? She goes, ma'am, I don't care. I don't care if you think that's racist because here's the deal. We have not had one single terrorist attack in our country. Yeah, it turns out Trump reminded or uh, warned everybody about this seven years ago. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were warned about seven this. Seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like Nostradamus. He's just like a- <laughs> I think anybody could look at that and say, do not open your borders to these refugees because they're where they're going to come. We're doing it now. America's doing it right now. But now the only difference is, though, that's true. Though. If, if our, our borders are wide open, yeah, they you are. But see all these Chinese that are coming across. But if there is an uprising, there will be Americans with guns to fend them back. Unlike oh, the yeah. French, they have. What are they supposed to do? Now there's French commandos on the streets. Hand me another baguette. And uh, it's all the cheese at them. Ah, shit, they have shot me. Plug it with a baguette. A crepe. Le poisson. And you know what I love about this is the French always, but now look, don't get me wrong. I love France. It's a beautiful country. Paris, oh, c'est magnifique. But when the French try and come after Americans for the school shootings and shit like that, you just have to just hold up a mirror and be like, yeah, but look at this. You've got no way to defend yourself now. They are literally assaulting your women and children in the streets. They are those black Algerian dudes holding up knives and trying to cut y'all and you can't do a fucking thing about it. So, yes, in comparison, horrible to have school shootings, but I would rather have to endure that type of tragedy than have to do with what you're going through right now to where you have to rely solely upon the French police that, by the way, are not doing them as much as they can. They're being very nice. With these, what they should be doing is weapons free. You go gun these motherfuckers down in the street. Let there be blood. So, What else are you going to do? You see, what the problem is, is they are trying to round them up. That's what they're trying to do. No, you go out there and you start shooting them on site. Who released the zoo animals? Them. It's Anna. They tried to burn down the parliamentary building. It's nuts. It's crazy. And a lot of MSM outlets are not talking about this because what it forces them to do is acknowledge there is a massive Muslim immigration problem that these countries in Europe are dealing with when it's like you should never. Remember when France opened their borders and said, come on over? Italy. It's happening it, in Italy. It's happening too. in Italy too. And the fact, and I love this. People are like, oh my God, that's racist. It is what it is. This is reality. You don't get to deny it because it hurts your sensible feelings. I don't fucking care. If they were all white doing this, would it still be oh, racist? Then there would be issues. Then like, oh yeah, ban them, get rid of them all. But if they're black, oh, you can't touch them. Like if it was Switzerland rushing into these countries mm-hmm. and lighting everything on fire yeah. and raping yeah. and pillaging and doing all that stuff. But that Polish dude, he fired back and that woman goes, we're elected by the people. This is what the Polish people want. You can call us racist. We don't care. Maybe we are, but you know what? At least we're safe racists. It's true. I wouldn't want them coming into my country or my neighborhood either. Yeah. If you're sitting in these videos talking, Allah, Muhammad, blah, 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 and the same stereotypical bullshit that we've seen for the last 30 fucking years from the, oh, blah, blah, jihad, blah, 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 boom. It's like, no, I don't want them in my neighborhood. I don't want them in my country. What their goal is, is for world domination. World Muslim domination. They're like the second biggest religion out there. Now, am I classifying all Muslims as like this? Of course not. But I agree with what like Obama did that people blame Trump for. Shut down them borders. Yeah. Like, nope. You ain't come. Because of like Yemen, places like that. They were talking about there's no more immigration from these places during those uh, the terrorist times. Well, that's racist. No, it's not. Now, I'm not saying all Muslims are terrorists. But so far, every terrorist has been Muslim. That's all right. That's all right. 
the facts have my back on this one. I don't fucking care if you don't like to hear that. It's the truth. It is the truth. And the sooner that we try to, you know, here's the deal. I, I think it's all fucked. I really do. America is so far. France is so far down the rabbit hole of, of uh, tolerance, inclusivity, multicultural. You're done. You're done. The only way this gets fixed is if governments get overthrown, there's a civil war. That's the only way to stop this. Because liberals are never going to fight. It'll have to be the opposing political party. Because they want to see peace restored. They want to see their streets safe, their families safe in school, all this other stuff without the threat of being murdered, have their head cut off or chucked off a building by these freaking uh, these Muslim extremists. That's what it turns into. Look, it's the same principle in any type of environment that if Christians said, look, let's put down our arms and we stop fighting. There could be mutual, we could, we could coexist. Muslims? No. Not even close. Well, John, that's racist. I fought the motherfuckers for four and a half years. I can tell you right now, they ain't like us, boy. They are not like us. They will slit your fucking throat. They are that because I think America has forgotten we are no longer a nation that really puts a lot of value in religion. We don't have that anymore. They do. That's all they've got. I mean, they live in a shithole. What else do you have? I mean, it's very easy to go up to some dude that lives in a third world country. He literally has cow dung for a house that he's pieced together. Say, hey, by the way, here's 10 dinar. Go blow up that fucking convoy. Sure enough. And by the way, if you do it, Allah's going to love you. They're poorly educated. They don't know any better. So, of course, they're going to do it. It's win-win. It's win-win. I don't know why we sound Russian, but we're going to go with it. All my accent are Russian. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And the stats back it. Of course, liberals are going to counter. That's so racist. No, it's not when they are the causation. If this was just a blind accusation without any type of, you know, proof, then yes, I'd say you have some grounds. But you don't. We're looking at France. Muslim extremists do exist. Remember when Obama wouldn't even say the word? Nobody would. Nobody would touch it. Nobody would say it. The only person that said it was who? Trump and the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. Bush said it a lot. I mean, hell, that's what he built that war on, but still. Would he say extremist? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Muslim extremist terrorist, yeah. Mm. Obama wouldn't. Of course, he's the one that got us into that war over there in the first place. 100%. So, yeah, I guess that sounds about right. Oh, my God. And, you know, it's not for the sa- it's not for the sake of, like, you know, saying, hey, we need to fix this. You know, you shot some, which, by the way, they said the shooting was justified. Go figure. Um, and then you come to find us like, well, in protest, what are we going to do? We're going to do- we're gonna burn down public service transport. Yeah. That's really sending a message to the French government that you're really going to, well, basically destroy taxpayer money that helps taxpayers go from point A to point B. And how is that supposed to help your cause? This is what I'm talking about. These people are just fucking godless heathens. They really are. They're stupid. They're just stupid people. But it's just kind of like, you know what? Put them in their own country and just let them go to town. Just let them go to town. You want to kill each other? Go do it over there. There's a reason a lot of these Middle Eastern countries are still third world shitholes. Just saying. All right. You ready for some fucking weird shit here? Yeah. Now we're going to get the weird now shit. Now we're getting the weird <laughs> shit. Here we go. Okay. Which, which we're about either. to listen to. Uh, so my old company commander hits me up this morning. goes, hey, you know people think you're dead, right? I'm like, wait, what? And it's like, yeah, people suddenly they think you're dead. And then he sends me a link to this video. Okay. This is a kid that I served with back in the 101st Airborne in 2010 or 11. Um, and we were leaving Afghanistan. Uh, his name was Howie B. I vaguely remember this kid, and he was a shitbag. Like, he got bounced around from company to company, platoon to platoon, because nobody wanted to deal with this little turd. Just a constant fucking drain on resources, constant drain on NCOs. It's just, he was a problem child. So, anyway, they gave me Howie B for all of a, like, I think, like two months. He was just an attachment. He's like, hey, Burke, you know, just take this guy in your squad. Make sure he doesn't fuck up. He's in transit going somewhere else. Like, all right, cool. Um, bro, just listen to this. Listen to this. Uh, <laughs> just listen to this. What's up, everybody? It's your local patriot here. Howard Atkins here. Today, I'm going to talk about Staff Sergeant John Burke, who just died. And he was my squad leader when we returned from Afghanistan 2011 and we didn't really like each other but he was my squad leader and I had to do what I to- was told. Also took over a uh, saw class because he didn't know how to use a saw tool during the saw class so I took over with his permission and taught the class the correct way. So if you like this content like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. 
up here, buddy? I got I gotta pause this. So Howie B was a two four nine gunner, and I was teaching a class like, hey Howie, go ahead and teach the class. It gave him something to do. You're telling me as first squad leader and that same company, and I did not know how to operate the 249, the saw, the squad automatic, the most shitty machine gun that we actually have. And you're telling are you fucking kidding me? Hey, he didn't, he didn't know how to operate the saw. What? A trained monkey can figure out that fucking shit. Stop. Stop. But, bro, that's not even the weirdest part. If you go to this guy, I know this guy. I remember him very vaguely. If you go to this guy's YouTube channel, holy shit. Holy shit. I kind of feel bad about saying this, but he's off his meds. But you watch some of the, like, folks, let me see if I uh, get, does he have any other ones? Hold on. Uh, let's go here. Okay. We're going down the rabbit hole of fucking insanity, and I'm taking you motherfuckers along with me. So here we go. Listen to some of these videos. Um. Uh, hold on. Um. Uh, U.S. Native American Indians are skinwalkers. Hold on. How do I get this uh, volume turned up? Why can't I hear it? It's not registering. What, the, what did I change? Oh, it's probably because I got... There we go. There's the unmute. Okay, folks. Uh, again, join me on this, uh, this journey of weird. Listen to this. What's up, man? Hold on. What's up, everybody? It's Luca Pitcher here. Hired Atkins here. Today, I'm going to talk about the skinwalkers <laughs> and the American Native American culture. There's skinwalkers. They're undead creatures that can shapeshift from a man to a beast. And they're your everyday werewolf or vampire in the known clubs to me. And Knights Temper, Roman Catholic, and the Freemasons. Oh, he just takes it everywhere. And the only way to w wipe out the undead magicians is you gotta have a Christian sword. And then you can take them out. But you gotta have a Christian sword to do so. So if you like this content, like and subscribe. <laughs> Bro, uh, let's just keep going. Like and subscribe. What's up, everybody? What's going on, Look bro? Here. Hired Atkins here. Today, I'm going to talk about my U.S. Record SWAT team. How you dress is you got to wear your Army combat boots that I got from U.S. Army to wear to train in because you got to train how you fight in combat. So I was trained to kill U.S. military with U.S. Army combat boots. So here's my army combat boots right here, and it's Ultima, and you gotta wear your attire while training, cause you gotta train how you fight, like I did in, in army for Charlie Company, first 327 infantry, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. So if you like this content, like and subscribe. What's up, everybody? It's Luca Pizza. What's up, everybody? It's Luca Pizza here. Hired Atkins here. Today, I'm going to talk about what I had to kill U.S. military in Iraq. I had the 50 cal machine gun. I had the M203 grenade launcher content, is he? without sights, lethal quadrant. I had an ACOG and Pack 2 my decision, and I still shot expert in all my weapon systems with uh, the Marshberg 500, and I was with Charlie Company, 1st 327 Infantry, 101st Airborne, Fort Camp, Kentucky, in patrol base Woodcock, Iraq, in 2008. So if you like this content, like and subscribe. Bro, his entire channel, his entire channel, it's nothing but this. And God help me, I went down the rabbit hole. It was actually, you feel kind of bad because it's like picking on special needs, or this dude is clearly off his meds. But you're just like, what the hell? But you know what? Let's put them guarding our schools, folks. That right there. That's that right there. We need veterans. No, we don't. This is why. You think the American military is sending its best? No, we get the leftovers. The, the You know, not always, but you get where I'm going with this. 
but I'm sitting there and I'm just watching this. And this is this morning when I first woke up before I even had my first cup of coffee. And I'm like, oh God, I don't need this. Not today. Not today, dear Lord. And then it just sucked me down the rabbit hole. I'm like, oh my God, this definitely makes you feel really good about yourself. I got to go to the gym. I can't subscribe. I'm like, what the fuck? This dude is going to be like wearing my skin. If I do die, check him. He's wearing my skin. I guarantee. Howie, bro, you're embarrassing yourself. I didn't know how to operate the 249. Are you kidding me? I was the battalion's top machine gun fucking weapons squad leader in the battalion uh, heavy weapons machine gun competition. The 240. Like, stop, bro. Just stop. That's bad. You honestly need to get some help. I mean that. I'm going to laugh at you because you brought this on yourself, but you really need to get some help. Good Lord. All right, folks, that wraps it up for today's episode. We're going to get out of here early. We got the 4th of July celebrations going down. I'm going to go home and do some grilling. Got to work on the garden. Just some other thing, putt-putt around the house. Um, anything special for you or you're just going back to the Airbnb and just... <laughs> God. That's it. That's it. All right, folks. Well, thanks for tuning in today. As always, don't forget to go over to uh, shellshockcbd.com. What are you waiting on? Shellshockcbd.com and go take advantage of the sale that we've got currently going on right now. 15% off or more if you go to shellshockcbd or 1920brand.com and use code LIBERTY. Double your reward points. Jump on it now, folks. What are you waiting for? Sleep, anxiety. You want to get high? We got you covered. We can make it happen. No need to wait. Jump on it now. I mean, come on. Oh, did I also mention 100% guaranteed money back if it doesn't work for you as advertised? That's that's part of our promise, folks. It's part of the Shell Shock promise. We appreciate you getting to have a man. You guys have a great Fourth of July weekend. And as always, like and subscribe.